Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Inside Job with your hosts, Jess and John. What is up, my friends? We are back. My friends. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do... Okay. I don't know if that's going to translate well. Um that might be a little distorted, but anyways, hey, we're back. Jess and John, Inside Job, episode 17. Today is a special day. We're taking Jess through some meditations. She totally needs it. She's just, you know, if you guys know her, you know how she gets, just so crazy, but no, not, <laughs> not true. Not true at all. But definitely would, um, I'm excited because you've been a little resistant to meditation and it works, I promise. So today's goal of this episode, we're going to go through three different types of meditation and uh, we're going to take Jess through a few minutes of each one and get feedback from her and to see what she likes, what she didn't like, how it resonated with her. So that's that. Jess, how do you feel about this situation you're going to be put in here? Well, I reckon that I'm a great candidate for this meditation triathlon (laughs) that does not include any swimming, biking, or running because I am not currently meditating and John's going to use his famous line when I say this line here. I don't have time to meditate. John, what do you say in response to well, that? Well, if you don't have time to meditate, then you need extra time to meditate. <laughs> uh, as the saying goes, I don't have 20 minutes to meditate. Oh, well, then you need to meditate for an hour then. Yeah, so I guess I'm the, I fall in that latter group of needing to meditate for an hour because it's not something I've put... Uh, it, I don't make it a priority in my life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take precedence over anything yes. right now, which it should because it would definitely calm my scatterbrained uh, tendencies, especially these days when things are a lot busier. My mind is in 20 million places and this is the time out of all times that I should really be implementing this practice. So I'm excited, John, for you to take me through the three different meditation series for a few minutes each. A nice little taste of each one. Yes. And then I'll give you my honest feedback as I always do. Appreciate it. So it's interesting that you're, uh, so we're going to be doing more mindfulness-based attention training and so this this comes from uh, Dr. Mishi Ja. She's based at a University of Miami, and she's been working on this curriculum for a long time now, several, I, mean, I think almost a decade, if not longer. And so she has a book out called Peak Mind. I read it, loved it, I've actually emailed the Mishi, and we've actually had conversations and talking about stuff. And so hopefully we can roll some of that information out to first responders. So really cool stuff. And here's the beauty of it. It's 12 minutes a day for at least five days, right? So I think we can knock that up. That's a reasonable ask. And the people that I've known through the years that have been habitual meditators, it's, it's non-negotiable for them. Like There's so much benefit that they've gained from meditation that they are not willing to do anything else until they meditate to set their day up right, to allow that space, to give them that peace. And so with this attention training, you were talking about all these things going on, going on. And especially in today's society with smartphones and TV and then a war just broke out today. I mean, all of these things that are going to be pulling our attention in all different directions. What meditation is going to do, which we touched on on our previous episode, it's going to help us recognize how we feel Potentially before we react to a situation, uh, it's going to provide us this inner peace, if you will. Um, it's going to help you have better decision making. And so for you, it's it hopefully give you a little more focus on what you're doing. Um, so, yeah. 
It's good stuff. And John, <laughs> <Promise>. thank you. <laughs> I retract my statement of not having enough time. I know that I have the time because I can picture myself sitting there mindlessly scrolling through social media, primarily Instagram, and that consumes way more time than I think most people would like to admit in their lives. So replacing that time scrolling with actual self-care mm-hmm. of mindfulness or meditation practices could probably benefit everybody and everybody has some time for it. I agree. So what Let's you're make saying a goal, is, John, all right. sorry, go well, ahead. Well, I was going to say, if you're on Instagram so much, maybe you should log on to Instagram, uh, insidejob.com <laughs> and put some stuff out. <laughs> yeah. For anyone who's like, where's the content? It's coming. We're just not yet. Yeah. We're too busy looking at other people's sites. <laughs> So what do you say? What, do you, what was your challenge? Or we just... Yeah, I think we need to set some sort of challenge or goal to do with everybody. Okay. Mainly because I want to do it. Okay. And it'd be nice to have some accountability partners through it. the Instagram. Okay. Some some, some sort of obje- objective or, I don't call them rules, but just some guidelines each day. Like, you know, well, a checklist. Uh, okay. So let's do this. So this is part of that MBAT training. And this is all in Peak Mind, the book. And so we'll do a four-week meditation, and our goal, and we'll prompt you on social media, is to meditate one of, however, we'll go over a couple of them today, pick one that you like, or mix them up, uh, five days a week, 12 minutes a day. That's our minimum. If you want to go longer, you'll gain more benefit. If you want to go for 20 minutes a day, for seven days a week, you'll experience more benefit. So, and, and, and I've mentioned before in, in the other podcasts about mindfulness, do not look for your like changes in yourself. This is not going to happen overnight. This is not like a, you know, all of a sudden you do it once and you're going to feel better. You may feel some, some relief in some way, you know, immediately, but, um, just stick with it. This is a practice of a lifetime. You get to go and meditate and, and refocus and, and do that. So. What do you, I know you're like, I'm looking at you and you're like, I got to say something. Well, I'm just thinking of, of my schedule because ideally I would love to do it in the morning mm-hmm. before my day starts, but I, I just wake up so early and I, I could wake up 12 minutes earlier, but I feel like my morning's my go time. It's not my relaxing time. It's my go time. It's my wake up, get my stuff done and get out the door. So is it okay to do it in the evening, afternoon? It's fine. Yeah. But also too, don't it's think- It's fine, John? It's fine. I'll allow that. Mm, I don't like those two words. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. How about if instead of thinking of it as a a relaxation technique, which it really is not, but it can be have benefits of relaxation, think of it as a way to to stabilize yourself, not to say you're unstable, but like to to bring some focus and attention to your day. Because when you're meditating, you're sitting up, your back straight, you're you're a restful awareness state. So you're allowing yourself to just clear your mind to to like wiping the slate clean, this transition from from getting up and then setting yourself out on the right foot. So if you wake up, you roll over, you grab your phone, you see all you know bad news on social media threads, especially today. Uh, you know how is that going to make you feel? Mm-hmm. It's going to make you feel not good. You're going to feel nervous. You may experience fear. Uh, there could be you know funny stuff, exciting stuff, gross stuff, or whatever it is. Anxiety. Yeah, you're going to, and then you're going to fall into that negative feedback loop potentially. So why not not even do that? Just go right to the meditation and then start your day with maybe something like a gratitude meditation or compassion or something that's just going to get you in the right place before your day even begins. Because the moment you walk out, let's say you walk out and there's, you know, something's wrong with your car or it doesn't start or whatever the deal is. 
So you could approach that of like, oh my God, this is going to be the worst day ever. And everything's gone wrong to this moment so far. Well, how about like you get to that point of the car and you could just be like, okay, I got a flat tire or car won't start. There's a solution to this. I'm going to work it out. And you just come from it from a different place, Mm -hmm. from a different perspective. So let's get into this unless you have something that uh, is on your mind before we begin. I'm going to share one quick thing. I was just talking to you about this before we started recording because you just reminded me of reactiveness. I was Mm -hmm. just telling John right before we started this podcast that I have a client that I train at the gym and he suffered a stroke about 11 or 12 years ago and he had about a 50-50 chance of living or dying during the brain procedure. And every time he is faced with some sort of adversity or conflict, that doesn't actually affect him, right? It's like going on around him. He says things like neutral and it's just his, cause his, um, his, the, his, I guess, diction is lessened just because of the stroke. Right. So it takes a while for him to process certain words, but that he always says that neutral. So mm-hmm. like when you said just now about, you know, you wake up and your car doesn't start rather than labeling it like, Oh, this is the worst day ever. This is a bad thing. It, it just simply is what it is. Yeah. Like to come in with a more neutral standpoint towards things like that, that are, we typically label as bad, right. Or mm-hmm. unideal. Right. Is it ideal that you're going to be late to work? No, but you have no control on that point already. Right. Of course, not starting. It's just about the conflict resolution. Right. How am I going to move forward? And I think if you set yourself up mentally, you know, properly before with meditation or some type of mindfulness practice or gratitude practice in the morning, you're going to go into it not looking at it as a bad thing. It just is what it is and it's time to move forward. Exactly. It is what it is. By overreacting to a situation, yelling, screaming, it's not going to help. Right. Any, nothing will it's a change. waste of energy. Total waste of energy. Yeah, you're losing stuff that you could put towards a more positive outcome, right? Although sometimes it feels good. Right. It's like <laughs> anything. Like, you know, bang your knee, like you have to cuss yeah. in your head 20 million times. It's like yeah. over and over and over again. It's that same kind of concept. Just don't feed that angry emotion. There's no right. need for it. There's right. no need for it. Okay, right. John, I'm ready. Guide ready. me, please. Okay. Oh, and for all of you listening, if you're getting to this point in the podcast right now when you're driving... <laughs> don't do this. So maybe pause this and do it when you get home where you're in a safe space where you can close your eyes and not crash into the car in front of you. <laughs> Ideal. Unless you're in a Tesla <laughs> and you have autopilot. <laughs> and we shouldn't rely that heavily on technology. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. So the first one we're going to do. Um, all right. So first off, we'll get into a meditation position, if you will. And so if you can, your feet can be on the floor. Your feet are fine. Nope. Yeah, you're in a chair. <laughs> um, and so you're, you you want to be in a place that's comfortable for you, right? So if you are comfortable closing your eyes, close your eyes. If not, um, let's say you don't want to do that. You don't feel like you're in a safe space. You can always look down at a 45 degree angle and just kind of keep your eyes slightly open. But ideally, you want them closed, up straight, restful awareness position, And let's just begin here. So we'll just connect with our breath first. Just be with your breath. And now what I would like you to do is imagine that you have a flashlight shining on you and it's illuminating your whole body and you can experience your whole body as a whole but I want you to narrow the stream of that flashlight 
to your breath. And your only goal here is to just shine the light of attention on your breath. You may only get one or two breaths before your mind wanders. So just watch the inhale. Exhale. And we're not trying to control our breathing or we're just more or less being a witness to this. As your mind wanders or you're distracted by another sensation, you simply just recognize it. You may even label it and just let it go and come right back to being aware of your breath, having that flashlight shine right on it. Connecting your attention with the inhale and exhale. And now that light, this flashlight of attention, again broadens, visualizing your body as a whole. And when you're ready, you may open your eyes. So that was brief, maybe a few minutes. I didn't really time it. 
uh, probably like three or four minutes, I'm guessing. Uh, so we would do that practice for 12 minutes. So setting a timer and just focusing on your breath. So what did you experience? I was watching you and I, kind of, I could hear you like breathing and then I'd open my eyes and then your head's rolling around. So like, are you falling asleep? So tell me, I'll just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> One second. Is this working, John? Nope. There you go. Okay. I liked the use of the flashlight mm-hmm. because when I felt my mind was straying somewhere else, which naturally happens, I picture the flashlight being back on my breath and realizing that was my, my focal point where my attention should be. Mm-hmm. So that, that I like the light, the light, like shining onto this, you know, non-tangible breath. Yes. That was really helpful for me. Okay. I really liked that cue. I, I think with meditation, I have a hard time sitting up and being really like posturally sound because mm-hmm. it's like not really relaxing to me. Okay. That's one thing I feel like I have to like kind of lean back and let my head like my yeah. chin like tuck you know to my chest. I don't okay. know if that's natural, but I, like holding my head up, <laughs> big old, big brain, big head. <laughs> Sometimes not comfortable. I think I need to get more comfortable with the um, the posture of meditation. Yeah, and this chair is not exactly ideal to it. So okay. like you know, I mean, even if you put your hands up on the the, the armrests or. You know, just somewhere where you can be comfortable, right? Right. So, but I really liked the flashlight, and that was nice. And there's always this kind of dead space during meditation where I, like, oh, okay, I wasn't really thinking about anything, mm-hmm. and that's like a nice place to get to. And it, it comes and goes, place. but it, it's a transient yeah. feeling. But it, it's there sometimes, which mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like in some of the meditations, we call it the gap or the space between our thoughts. And so, like the more you practice meditation. Potentially that that space, that gap, as you just experienced, um, that next thought is infinite possibilities. Like who knows what the next thought? Is. So when you create that space between those thoughts, that's what's going to allow like new creativity to come in, like a right. new idea, or something that you've been worried about or thinking about, or a problem you may be trying to solve, and all of a sudden, ding, you know, right. may pop up. But um, did you feel like it was effort, like going back and forth between flashlight, breath, thought, sensation, chairs, uncomfortable, my head's down in my lap, my, I'm like, you know what I mean? Was there a lot of chatter going on? Yeah, um, initially, I think getting like used to the meditation for the first like minute mm-hmm. is like that. Like, how should I be sitting? Am I sitting correctly? Should I not put my head down? Right. Mm-hmm. But I think knowing that like you're in your own practice and those things will kind of sort themselves out is helpful. I feel like most people think meditation is very structured, right? And I think that's why people are so um, deterred by it oftentimes, right? Because they feel like they have to follow this like, regimented kind of set of rules. Yeah. And, that's and what I always wonder about, John, is that, like, what am I supposed to be doing? You're doing it. Like, you just did it. Okay. Yeah. So there's, like, that's the thing. If you're attempting to meditate and you're taking, you're sitting down or whatever you're doing. So in this scenario, you sat down, you're in a chair, you have your eyes closed, you're focusing on your breathing, you're meditating. Okay. You're there. You're being present. You're moving between back and forth between your thoughts. That's the practice of meditation. And and remember in our meditation one that you know there's all sorts of different meditations. So that could include mindful walking, um, you know, just doing little mindfulness things. You could do a meditative uh, meal. I mean, there's just all right. these different things that you can do. The point is is just being present um, while you're doing it, and then. You know, and I've already touched on the brain changes. So I'm going to keep on referring back to this other podcast that we did. So look it up. It's Meditation 101. I think it's our second one mm-hmm. that we did. Second episode. So there's a lot of information on there, too, uh, about all this stuff. So, 
Um, okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to do a body scan. So we're going to use that same flashlight that we were using, except this time we're going to navigate through our body. And so um, you could, and so I already have, there's a recording too on our podcast of the body scan meditation. And so that's available to you. But what we're going to do in this scenario, just to keep it light, we're just going to move through like your feet, your knees, you know, instead of like, you could really stretch it out by going, moving through each toe and your left foot and then working up, you know, just total movement through your body. So when you move through your body, think about like, so when we're sitting on the chair, you feel that sensation of you sitting on the chair. Mm -hmm. Okay. You feel that you can connect with it. Okay. Now I'm going to move as we move up. So Jess has a butt in her head. So like, (laughs) but like when we get to your head, Mm-hmm. You you may not have been thinking that or even noticed that, but now you notice that. Totally. You can feel it. And so as we move through the body, you know, as we get to your stomach, are you hungry, you're full, you're probably not hungry because you just ate two calorically dense Aussie bites. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> uh, but that's the that's the gist of it, right? So the body is the focal point. As our mind wanders away, you just simply come right back to either my voice or wherever you were at during your okay. thing, right? So we're identifying with sensations, feelings, tingling. Um, so right now, everyone at home, wherever you are, if you can, focus your energy or your attention to your hands, right? So just feel your hands right now. Can you feel the energy in your hands right now? Do you feel like that aliveness they Mm -hmm. have? Like that's just this awareness now that we can have. So as we become more comfortable doing these body scans, when we start feeling a tension in our stomach, that could be a signal for us that you're nervous or anxious or fearful of something that's about to happen. Or you may go, okay, why... I'm recognizing this something in my stomach is tight. What's going on? What am I thinking about? What am I doing? And catch yourself and stop. Let's say you're going down this negative thought, this rumination of whatever's going on in your life, um, stopping it. And your body can be that signal for you. Okay. So, um, all right. So let's get it on. Let's get it on. I think you start a meditation <laughs> like that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. So peaceful. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so again, we find our place in this restful awareness. We'll take that same flashlight and just shine it onto your breath. Connect with your breath, just as you did in that last meditation. All right, now take that flashlight, that beam, the awareness to your feet. And just move through your feet and see what you feel. Your, your feet can be in shoes or they're in socks or they're on a cold floor. Maybe they're warm. Just notice whatever sensation you're experiencing there.
And from your feet, move up to your ankles. And moving that flashlight around your shins and calves. Up and around your knees. Through your thighs. backs of your thighs, noticing where they're resting on the chair, or the couch, wherever you may find yourself sitting. Maybe notice the contact of the skin to your clothes. To your bottom where you're sitting down, moving that light through your pelvis, to your lower back, up your spine, down the sides of your back, letting any tension fall away. around to your abdomen, shining that light here. You may notice your breath here, the rise and fall of your stomach. You may notice any sensations of hunger or fullness from your abdomen, moving that light to your chest, to your ribs, your lungs, you may feel your heartbeat here in your chest. And if your mind has wandered away to anything else other than where we're at in the body, that's totally normal. We just simply come right back to the body, right where we left off, without any judgment. Just come right back in. From our heart, move right into our fingers our hands. Let's spend a moment here feeling that energy of our hands as we did earlier. To our wrists, forearms, and elbow. Our upper arms, shoulders, 
to the back of your neck, throat, and then moving up to the top of your head. Around, shining that light to your face, allowing the muscles of your face to relax. Letting your cheeks fall, your jaw fall, your tongue fall off the roof of your mouth. Letting your eyes rest. Bringing that attention to your ears. Noticing if you hear anything outside of the room you're at. Now bringing that light, that awareness to inside the room. And now bringing that focus from our ears to our nose, mouth, and lips. And back down, bringing that light, that flashlight, back to our breath. And that is it. So, all right, so that was body scan really quick abbreviated version. How is that compared to round one moving through the body? I like, I don't know if it's a competition, but I like that one better than mm-hmm. round one. I okay. think it's because I am more in touch with my body. So when you're guiding through each, like through each movement, starting from, you know, toes all the way to the head, you're able, I'm able to feel each sensation. It's really nice to feel like, okay, my feet are in socks. They're mm-hmm. rested on the sofa. Mm-hmm. Um, I can feel the back of my, you know, I can feel my calves against mm-hmm. the chair. It's nice to be able to break each body part, you know, down. Yep. And you realize that there is this like kind of funny tingling sensation that you would have never noticed had you not been putting specific attention to that area. Right. And then towards the end, when we got to the top of the head, I feel like my body was like, not to say on fire, but like there was this like there a higher energetic force. Mm. Not in like a hippy dippy way. <laughs> right. But like I was able to feel everything, like everything was activated almost. Right. Okay. Like I put attention to every single area and I feel like everything was like in more in unison. Yeah. Even my breaths were... The more fluid. Mm-hmm. I respond well to that, to like a more, I guess, like from a kinesthetic okay. awareness of, you know, of the, of the body. Uh-huh. I think that works really well for me and anyone who's like in touch with themselves um, physically, and like physiologically. Okay. I think it's really helpful. I, I like the one a lot. And it's really calming to have someone like take you through <clears throat> your entire body, like step by step. Yeah. That by far is the most, the number one pick. Like yeah, the body scan. Yeah, my mind scan. wandered way less. Yeah. It that. is, yeah. So that's mostly, I'll do that, body scan, um, a longer edition, 30-minute <laughs> edition. Oh, wow. Um, for most of the first responders that I work with. And that It just seems to be the easiest to do, to connect with. Sometimes the breath can be, you know, just a little, not boring, but like you're just really focused on one task. It's kind of nice to move through the body. Right. And then, you know, it's just creating this interceptive awareness, this resilience, this, you know, greater sense, like we were talking about earlier of, 
you know, feeling that tension in your stomach, mm-hmm. noticing that your hands are clenched when you're in line at the grocery store. Let's say that, oh, they like, like take a breath, yeah. take a breath, relax. But so you caught that instead of carrying that anger, that stress, like an hour or two or three into your day or the rest of your day or a week, um, you know, and there's different breathing techniques you can do, but just real quick. And I, is let's say let's say you are in the grocery store and you notice that your hands are clenched, you have a feeling in your stomach, and you're feeling anxious to the person in front of you is busting out the old checkbook, and like <laughs> or <laughs> or the change to pay for something. Uh-huh. Um, maybe those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> but like, do a uh, let's just call it a four second inhale, and then breathe out for six to eight seconds. You do like a few rounds of that, that activates your parasympathetic nervous system and it's going to calm you down. Like you were telling, you were controlling your breathing to do that. The, right. the breath is so amazing because it's like, you you don't have to think about it and you're going to do it, but yet you can still control it right? and be able to give your body um, a reset button, if you will, to 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 force yourself to change how you feel all in your breath. It's freaking amazing. That is amazing. I, and I liked the, I liked the cues about the face, about relaxing your face. Cause mm-hmm. I think that's where we, when we think of holding tension, usually we think of holding tension in our bodies, Yeah. but, and I don't really think about tension in my face ever. So when you said that about just relaxing, like relaxing the eyes, relaxing the lips and just mm-hmm. letting your face kind of fall naturally as yeah. it will, mm-hmm. that was really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Being one. aware of like what your face isn't naturally doing without you paying attention to it and then bringing attention mm-hmm. and learning how to calm it down is really, it's nice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I forget about that. Like, mm-hmm. like, and you'll hear that in yoga classes too, like, relax your jaw. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I'm, I'm tense here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a book called Breath by James Nestor. I would highly recommend that book as well. And it just goes so much into the breath and how we breathe and nasal breathing and mm-hmm. snoring and sleep apnea. And I mean, just, it's a fascinating book. I highly recommend it. Say it one more time. Um, it's called Breath and James Nestor is the author. James Nestor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Um, all right, so this is it, round three. Ding, ding. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's made it through two rounds. <laughs> uh, so this one uh, I really like, and it's it's uh, more on the compassion side, if you will, having compassion for yourself, having compassion for others, and uh, it's through these well wishes. And so this is, again, this is all in the Peak Mind book as well. Um Another fun read. Get that one too. <laughs> John reads like ten books at once. FYI, it's. it's uh, I th- I don't know how everyone. I got too many. Look at all the books on the. <laughs> I keep looking at them. I'm like, is he reading all of those at once? Yeah, it's. I get like a little bit going, and then I'm like, oh, this one looks sparkly. I can't do that. Oh, I have to finish the... one at a time. But some, yeah, okay, yeah. No, I'm with you. Like, I'll be. Kicked. Like this one I just read, Unbeatable Mind by uh, Mark Devine. Like mm-hmm. I had no intention of reading that. A buddy of mine sent me that podcast that he was on like a week ago. And then I've already finished the book. And like I was just on a webinar. He, I might take his class. It looks pretty cool. Um, but anyways, let's focus <laughs> on this last one. Um, and this one, um, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going through well wishes. Okay. And so I'm going to give you prompts for wishing yourself these well wishes 
wishing a neutral party. This could be a like a cashier or maybe even someone that you love or someone you care about or, you know, whoever you want to put it on there. Um, and then the last one, the tricky one <laughs> is someone that you may have a resentment for or somebody that you just don't get along with, or, you know, the thought of them makes you cringe a little bit. Someone may have wronged you. And so by doing this, by giving them these well wishes, you're releasing yourself from that. You're, you're creating space. There's that, um, saying, um, that, you know, poison doesn't, what is that? I can't think of it now. Poison is the thing that affects the container. It eats the container from the inside out or like this acid. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so the best way to just get rid of that. And so this is a, a good way to do that. So I would, I would encourage you to practice, this with someone, you know, not your fave. Uh, and then to see next time you run into them, if you still have that visceral gut feeling of disgust mm. uh, or anger or whatever that might be. So are uh, you ready? Ready. Okay. Assume the position. <laughs> Meditation position. <clears throat> All right. Again, we're always going to start... With our restful awareness state and connect with our breath. All right, now repeating to yourself silently the following phrases <clears throat> May I be happy. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. May I live with ease. May I be safe. May I be safe. And now calling to mind, visualizing this person who's dear to you, or if you'd like to use someone neutral. May you be happy. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. May you live with ease. May you be safe. May you be safe. Now letting go of that person. And now calling to mind the person we may have some conflict with. 
Remember, you're doing this for you to give yourself peace and yourself the freedom of this burden of carrying this around, the weight of this. May you be happy. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. May you live with ease. May you be safe. May you be safe. There is no proper verbiage for this. If there's something that you want to change or something that feels better to say than what I've just said, that's fine. There's no specific order to any of this. It's just well wishes that you can identify with. Now bringing your attention back to your breath. Let's take a deeper than normal breath in. I let it out. All right, round three, done. Okay. You know, you watch UFC and they're like, and still, like if you're undefeated, <laughs> that's me. Anyways, okay, that third one, is it time for my feedback, John? Jess, I'd love to hear your feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked that one. It mm-hmm. reminded me of this journaling method I used to do. I don't know if I ever talked about it on the podcast. It was a, like a, it only took a few minutes. It was three things I'm grateful for, three people I'm sending happiness, happiness to that day. Mm-hmm. And if you like a list of things I need to get done, it's just like supposed to be a really good start to your okay. day. I did that for like months consistently. Uh, it reminded me of that. I think having people in mind that you want to spread like good wishes upon. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice feeling. It, it, like, like it comes from a place of compassion and from the heart, which is the best place for anything to come from really. Mm-hmm. I really like that practice. I think the the repetitive nature of it makes it feel real, right? When you keep saying it in your head, it like becomes this reality. I like that aspect. Um, the one thing I'm going to say I don't, I feel like I struggle with when I heard it a tiny bit was the living living with ease. Uh-huh. I guess when I hear ease, like I'm thinking when I'm living with ease, it's a lack of like suffering or difficulty and I feel like when you're living with ease, like those are when things aren't learned. And I don't know if that's the annoying, like kind of stoic philosophy well, that I'm playing with here, but that's the beauty of switching out. Yeah. I think for me, I think I would like, uh, like living with peace, like yep. peace of mind, I think is, I think peace is a better word for than ease because ease is. I'll let uh, Mishi know. <laughs> <laughs> Does she even know what she's talking about? <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, neuroscientists. I, I think no it was idea. just my perception of the word ease, right? Because when yeah, things are like right. easy, like I'm not really growing. Right. So I attribute that. I, I like I correlate ease with a lack of a progression. Yeah. Right. But no, as, I get it. Because as you were saying that, I'm, I was thinking peace. Right. right. And so you said it. So it's like, hey, yeah, if that resonates with you, then like. Yeah. May you live with peace. May you have peace. May you have in, in internal peace. Internal peace. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Internal stillness. Just this 
this, um, I don't know how to describe it, just this equanimity of like everything that, you know, this in and out of being, yeah, I don't know how to describe it other than just this feeling. So I can tell you right now, even just guiding you through that and like participating in it and thinking of people, like I feel a sense of peace from just doing that. Yeah, it does bring that. Yeah, it's, it's powerful. It's definitely powerful. And think of that if you practice that every day. Mm-hmm. So, And the last part of, you know, someone like you said, you might have some type of disdain for. Mm-hmm. I think that's helpful too to like bring peace, not to keep saying peace, 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 but to bring peace to yourself in that situation or relationship or lack thereof you may have with that person. Right. I think it's really important. Like it's okay to let go, right, of those things. Like we don't need to hold on to them anymore. Right. And that other person may have no idea that you have this... Right. Anger towards them. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's really like, it's just purposeless. There's no, like, we can't do anything with it. Right. Yeah. So why carry it? Right. And that, that was really nice at the end. Yeah. Good. Right on. <clears throat> Any, anything to add before we wrap this up? No, I think setting, I think to wrap up, I think setting an objective for what you want to accomplish with the meditation in your own practice. I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. So if that means 10 minutes a day, 12 minutes a day, 20 minutes, whatever is ideal. And you know, you can realistically get through each and every day yeah. is important. Like setting that realistic goal for yourself. Cause I think I need to, I don't think I know I need to start implementing this as the days get busier and busier. Right. It, like meditation for me goes beyond self-care. Self-care for me is like a nice shower and my skincare and the whole right. thing. But I need to be doing nothing at some point in the day. And I don't, not watching TV, not reading a book, just doing right. nothing. And this is a good practice for me for the, with that. Right. The, the effects are just compounded. I mean, as yeah. you get like 20x the results from meditation. Totally. It's, it's legit. So what I'm going to do is prompt everyone to do a meditation daily on our Instagram. And so here's the beauty of this. So you have the keys to all of them. I would love for you guys just to start with the breath. Just do that the first week. Second week, just start with the body scan. See if you can maintain that. If you're not getting it, it's just, and I shouldn't say getting it, but if you're not staying focused on it, mix it up. And so what I do now, like in the mornings, I'll maybe do like, I don't know, let's just throw some random numbers out, but they're like six minutes of the breath. And then I'll transition to a body scan and then I'll do the well wishes. So like my meditation might be, well, it just depends, but like, but I can use all of that in all of them and just mix it up however you want to do it. Like there's no rhyme or reason. I'm sure there is. (laughs) Sure. There's some neuroscience to back that up. But, um, but the fact that you're doing it work, do what works for you. We'll do our best to try to keep you accountable to do it. Uh, if you seriously, if you have questions or you're stumbling, email me or direct message us on Instagram, um, uh, at our Instagram handle, and I'll be more than happy to take a phone call with you. Or if you're in San Diego, more than happy just to meet with you. I mean, it's like, I'm happy to do it. Like, I love this, (laughs) right? (laughs) John, it's DM us, not direct message us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to drag this podcast out. (laughs) I mean, DM us, man. It's really cool. Okay. <laughs> Just stick the direct message. <laughs> okay. I'll, yeah. Okay. I'll do that. All right. Well, thanks for everyone for joining. Um, hopefully you got a lot out of it. Uh, we're definitely uh, stoked 
that uh, everyone has joined in and listened and Jess meditated. You were all witnesses. <laughs> this is forever recorded and now we have proof. There we so, go. Wonderful. Thank you, John, for guiding me through that too. That was lovely. Awesome. All right. Stay zesty, everyone. We'll see you in a couple weeks. See ya. All right. Bye.